0: Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information and Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainy Hale and so this, you know, has to be Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, July, not sorry, June 30th. I can't believe it's July tomorrow. I'm still in a little bit of denial about it. Um, I'm super happy to be with you all today. Um, Before I say hi to Cindy, I want to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always are going to have a website or an event coming up or some new amazing educational thing that you want to know where to find it. So you want to be ready to write that down when we talk about it. Um, and please press 1 on your phone if you have any questions, comments, testimonials. We'd love to hear from you. As you know, it's a, it's a really big part of what our show is about is hearing from you. Likely if you have a question, somebody else does too. So um, that's how we all learn the best. Um, and just as a reminder for this show, we do need to keep it to um use of the horse unit on horses and really kind of more behavioral and training, um type aspects and stay away from the medical. but as you know, that gives us a ton to talk about all right, so I know Tiff was going to try to be on i don't see her on quite yet, um but we do have uh, Cindy with us this
2: morning. hi, Cindy Good morning, Randy. Good morning everyone it's uh, a beautiful day um and I'm just glad that the smoke from the fire in eastern Oregon is blowing the other way today. <laughs> so, we haven't I mean, had any smoke yet there. here, so I'm
1: I'm yeah, thankful it's for that.
2: A it's, it's pretty oh. close to the border. It's bale, and the last I heard it was uncontained. In it. And so um, just the first night that we saw it, it, you know, the sunset, it looks like Armageddon. So... Uh-huh. Um, I'm hoping they have it, you know, it's not evacuation or things, it's open BLM land, but still, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, roll it. So anyway, yeah. I'm really glad to be here, and um, have a bunch of different things to talk about today, unless we have questions, and, and we're looking forward to hearing from Tiff, too. Yeah, so I was, um, I, Tiff's not quite on yet, so Cindy,
1: I was going to turn over to you to get started, because I know you've got some some stuff to share with okay. us from our exciting um newest educational endeavor that you guys took on. So share with us.
2: <laughs> endeavor is a polite word, Rainey. <laughs> 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 anyway, so yeah, she's will talk about the first uh the first Equine Academy that we certainly told you about. Um and uh, that was this last Monday. And um, the best part of it was I survived, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm really pretty pleased for the first time around the first time that we'd run through it all t- together for you know six hours and so I think it, it, you know it came off pretty well. There's always room for improvement, and we're you know we're looking at that. But we had um, we originally I think we had 260 people registered. We had uh, like 205 people on. And so um, here's my plea for this. It's not, this is something that, you know, you don't have to pay for. Um, You did have to register for because we did limit the amount of attendance. Because, frankly, um, you know, the Q&A was so uh, robust that there was not a moment to breathe. And if we'd had more people, it would (laughs) have been even more overwhelming. So... um, but but the thing that you know I want to say we're we're looking at and, and I do expect that if we post it this week that we'll have another one uh, we'll do it again on a Monday July 18th that's the plan so you have to watch for when it posts in the events and register please it is only for distributors we need to focus on our people uh, it is not to invite guests or customers um, and the other thing is is you know. Obviously, things come up, but in people's life. But if you can't, you know, we had such a huge list of people saying we we can't get in, and can't you let me in, and blah blah blah. And then when you have people that didn't show, that that to me is just um, mm, mm, I'm going to reserve the word, <laughs> but, um, but but um, please, you know, there's enough people that want to go. If if you can't. Um, let us know, and uh, some then somebody else who really can be there can attend, and that's what I hope that happens this next time. So um, there were some things that uh, literally we could not get through all the Q&A, um, and uh, there were some common themes that came up again, so I thought uh, that I would kind of address some of those things there in, you know, in no particular order, but... Um, some of the things just really surprised me at how people were were trained or not trained, if you will, <laughs> and, um, and and that's certainly one of you know our personal, not personal, but co- and corporate goals is to say we really need to train our people. So if you sponsor, if if you have somebody on your team and you're not a horse person, you know. It, it behooves you to have a little bit of um, background in knowing what the resources are so you can help direct them to where to go. And, um, and particularly then if you have a customer that you know is going to be offering sessions, it's really important that that customer gets trained because that's where we have to do a lot of damage control. When somebody isn't well-trained and they kind of make it up as they go, and you know, that's where we have people doing hour-long sessions. Um, and um, that, that is not good for the sustainability of, of our business and for Beamer's reputation. So we really need your help to make sure that, you know, even if you don't feel expert yourself, there are so many resources out there. If you know about them, um, I think it's your responsibility to know about them because you're getting paid for whatever that person, you know, brings in sales-wise. Um, and so want to encourage people that that's really important for all of us. But so I'm sounding like a mom, so I'm going to back up here. But so here, 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 One of the things that comes up a, a lot is that people uh, seem to think that the battery control computer, if you will, is just a timer. And, you know, that, you know, you set it for 5, 10, or 15 minutes and and they think that, you know, program three is just a longer same thing as what you get on program one. I'm going, what? How can these people understand, think that? But, but we got a lot of that. Um, and to say, you know, well, you know, why is it better for me to do two program ones if uh, um, I can just always do program three? Isn't that better? So let me reiterate, and Rainy, you can certainly say it in your words too, it, that that control unit is a, is a computer, and it is not just a timer. The program, and, and you can find it in the, in the FAQs, the uh, chart, the intensity chart for both the blanket and the cusp. You could also find it in the library section of the Facebook uh, IBD Horset private group for distributors. Um, you really need to have that chart um, and, and look at it because it also shows you how it's very different than the human unit. And we say, you know, this is made for horses. It's not made for people. So um, when you, you know, the fact that you have program one for five minutes, there's a certain configuration of intensity levels starting at 10 and going up to um, 20. And we do not have, uh, you know, we don't have, um, um, we don't know, and we won't know because it's proprietary how many minutes at what different levels go into that. But by the time you go up to then program two, it it does go up higher, but it's not the same configuration as was occurring in program one, and the same thing for program three. They are designed for the for <clears throat> the most effectiveness. Uh, with the horse, and it so, yeah, you know, write that on the inside of your eyelid. Not a timer. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't
1: know. And I guess just to, um, to yeah, just to add a little bit to that, it, in you know, because I we they think program, and then you immediately go to the human program where we can see there's the graph, and we can see whatever program it is. Um, well, all the preset programs for the human unit all start low. And slowly go up and you can watch, you know, every two minutes that it changes in intensity and you can see what it's going to be. That's what Cindy was talking right. about where we don't know what that looks like. We don't even know that it starts at 10 and goes up to 20 and ends at 20 for the for program one. It could go 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20, 10, 20 through the whole thing. It can be, you know, two minutes of 10 and then yeah, two minutes of 20 yeah. and then, th- yeah, we, we don't know what that graph looks like. So it, it doesn't, we, we do just know, know from, that the yeah. lowest, right. We yeah. do know the lowest is 10 and we do know the highest is 20, but we don't know what it looks like in in, in between there. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it um, that it ends in 20, that it's slowly going up from 10 to 20 throughout the program, like, right. like the human one does. Um, so we don't know what that graph looks like. Yes, yeah, Cindy, you're right. And we know yes, for we sure know. it starts at 20. Yeah. And the lowest is 20. But from there, we don't know what that graph looks like. And so that's why doing, you know, program one for two minutes looks different than doing program two for 10 minutes, because it's the same amount of minutes, but we don't know that it, you know, it's not like um, this one just because it goes more after that five minutes, then it starts going up to 30. We just, there's, we don't know what that looks like. And so I think that's the kind of difference between, the big difference, and I think, it, the, it gets harder to – it gets people get locked into what they see in the human unit because you can see that graph, right? And so they assume that the, mm-hmm. the horse unit looks different. And that's what we're talking about by configured different. It isn't that gradual, that graph that you can watch go up every two minutes. It doesn't look like that. We don't think. We don't yep. know. <laughs> um, and so um, that's when we talk about being configured different. That's what we're talking about, the look of that, you know, 10 and 15 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was done for a reason, and so if you just keep in mind, you know, that one is low, two is medium, three is high, just with that basic concept, then there are times where, you know, and we do say it's it's definitely okay if the horse is tolerating it, um, that you could do uh, two program ones, back-to-back, and that would not be the same as doing one program two for 10 minutes. So... Just, you know, keep, keep the low, medium, and high as kind of your guideline. Um, and in the same, and that segues into the other kind of um, questions that we got. It was a lot to say that people had been trained that that the way to use it is first you do program one, and then you do program two, and then you do program three. Bang, bang, bang. All of the same, you know, sequentially. Um, And that is definitely not what we recommend. Um, Just the basic guidelines are when you're introducing the unit to a horse is to try program one for a week, Uh, try program two. Subsequently, see how that horse responds at that time because every horse is different. Try program three. And then do a rotation. You don't want to stick on saying, oh, my horse really likes program three, so I always do that. Um, The same as uh, even with using the human unit is that you're supposed to break it up a little bit so the body doesn't get just so accustomed to that same stimulation. So, um, you know, I was surprised with all the things that we've emphasized and, well, it doesn't matter anymore, that people were still telling me that saying, you know, um, again, if I wanna do 15 minutes, why should I do anything other than program three? Well, so that you can rotate it. And also to say that program three is not the best thing for every single horse or every single circumstance. It's not, you know, I mean, if you're talking about in the morning before you have a long ride or, or class or competition, that those are very different circumstances. Um, as opposed to, you know, just that you're doing a daily session. Um, And you don't necessarily need to, you know, you need to find out if your horse even needs to go up to that high level. A lot of horses don't. Some do better with it, and it depends on your horse. So we went back and forth again with people wanting protocols. Still asking, will it help my horse that ties up? Will it help my horse that does that has this kind of condition? <laughs> so you you get a sense for the fact that we we really need to keep pushing this education um, that um, femur is not disease or condition specific. We're starting at the cells, and it's going to depend on the age of the horse and how they're used and um, how you know what kind of condition they're in and if they have any issues or any kinds of thing, uh, things that they're being treated for by veterinarians and all those things mean that there is no one shot one stop you know one size fits all it just doesn't work that way with femur same as with the human units. so that i just wanted to, to uh, emphasize that um and that kind of segued into questions about, you know, doing sessions at shows. And, again, there's a lot of variables. If you are, um, if this is the horse's first time session uh, that you are doing a demo, because perhaps you're a vendor, an approved vendor for that show, um, you do not want to do it before the horse competes. Um, if they if they haul in on a big, long, t- you know, a long show and they haul in a couple of days early, it would be a great time to demo it as the horse, you know, gets out, you know, has just, you know, gotten out of the trailer or soon thereafter to help them settle in. Um, or it possibly the night before they're going to compete if the person, um, you know, says, no, they've never had Beamer before. So be mindful of the fact that this is not you you don't know how any individual horse will respond and it's just <clears throat> excuse me it's not a good idea to do it before somebody's going to go out there and compete because you you know there needs to be some time for the horse's body to relax and respond to the to stimulation so um it's just not the best way to introduce Beamer right before class. So that's something else that, and Marlies talks about that on the usage all the time. Um, there was something that came up, and, you know, every time you always learn something. And um, I hadn't focused on this before, and I think it's a, an interesting idea. And this is, comes to us really out of um, how they do things across the pond in Europe. And this, and um you know, there's times that that we have people that want to um, buy a second set of cuffs so they can do all four legs. But that's, you know, that's an expense factor. And so this is somewhat of an alternative, but I thought it was interesting, and I just hadn't really um, focused on it before. But the idea would be um, to use one cuff on one of the front legs, And another cuff, after the horse has been introduced to anything on its rear hind leg, Uh, on the diagonally opposite side on the back, so you probably want to flip it upside down. You always want to keep the battery unit facing outwards. Um, And so to do one front, let's say front left, and um, rear right at the same time. And then the next time you do it to switch up. The opposite. And the reason for that is, you know, um, since is that we know that the signal emanates out a fair distance, and particularly the cuffs being a little higher, three times higher intensity, that when you're doing the left front leg, the right front leg is getting a little bit of the signal. Not a lot, but a little, you know, some. And the same on the rear. So that It's not the same as doing them both, um, you know, having both cuffs on the front legs or on the rear legs, but um, it is the way to um, be able to... It it just seemed like it was a good idea to try sometime and see how your horse may respond in that circumstance and to kind of get the benefit of saying, well, I, I don't have four cuffs, but I'm going to do it this way I'll do it this way in the morning and then when I do another session um, I'll do it opposite and so you know all four legs are getting something but just in a little different configuration so I thought that was an interesting observation that would be worth trying if you have your own horses uh, Tiff I thought hey, if, if you join in or if you're listening I would love it if you wanted to try it on yours some point time and see what you think give us some feedback um, and I don't know, Rainey, have you done that? Is that something that you're familiar with? Um, you know I, 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 it's something I've certainly talked with trainers
1: about doing, and I know that they do implement it. Um, the only the only train the only people that I've ever had get extra cuffs um, are really the trainers in barns that are doing you know so many horses a day, and it's really a time saver, and it's not necessarily for them to do all four feet at the same time. It's more because they're doing some other things with the cuffs, you know, with multiple horses, because they're going from, right. you know, one horse to the next. And they may have cuffs cuff and a blanket on one horse and then just, you know, and then move the blanket and the cuffs to the next horse and do another session with cuffs somewhere else on, on this horse. Um, so th- that's more the people that are using those multiple cuffs. It's, it's usually more for, for that kind of thing. I I don't really know anyone that's regularly using all four cuffs on all four legs. Um I, it just it just seems like a lot to me. Um but but I I, I have talked about and I like the idea of doing that uh, you know on the diagonal. So and then especially if you're flipping, you know, one day to the next or one session to the next, um you're you're really you know, you're getting it all so. Yeah, and you know, if,
2: you know um you know, what's kind of interesting uh, for somebody, it would be cool to kind of do a, a little, you know, trial. But to see, because obviously as the further out the from the unit, the signal emanates, it's going to dissipate in strength. So, for example, the, the leg with a cuff on it is going to get that three times stronger, but the leg next to it that doesn't have a cuff on it is going to get something less than that. Um, Mm -hmm. and so kind of a good way to, to say that, you know, you're covering different, um, you know, you're rotating that, that experience because obviously what's going into the second leg is, is not going to be as great. So I think it would be interesting to get people's feedback. Anybody else on the call that wants to deal that with their horses and do it over, you know, multiple times and see what you think. uh, We'd love to hear. Yeah. And this
1: is. Yeah, and this is, of course, we're talking about just kind of general maintenance for a horse to kind of support there. If, right. if you've got a, an issue, obviously, you're, you know, you're addressing that issue more directly. But, yeah, we're just talking about daily kind of maintenance for a horse in training or something. But, um, Tiff, I don't know. Have you ever tried anything like this? Hey, guys.
3: Um, yeah. Hi, actually, Tiff. I have welcome. several clients. Well, thank you. Sorry, I got on a little late. Um, I have several clients that purchased the boots extra from the horse set to have four boots total and I think it's just maybe it's a lot of different aspects I feel like peace of mind for one um they know that all four legs are being utilized with the femur signal and especially because of the three times of the boots and what they offer the cuffs and I also think time saver big time And then I have another client that just purchased two more that has some, some issues with her horse. So she knows that she, she clearly knows and has vet the vet has also affirmed that the beamer is helping. So she went ahead and just ordered two more boots or cuffs to ensure that that stays on track and and continues to improve.
2: But what about the diagonal idea, one front, one rear, opposite? I haven't heard that per se, but I
3: personally, would. I put them on the front and then I put them on the back and I rotate them. Like I, I do 10 minutes on my horse with the blanket and then I do five minutes on the cuffs, like the cuffs, the boots in the front, and then I move them to the back or vice versa. But I like the diagonal <laughs> idea. I think that's a, a great
2: idea yeah well, if you try it, let us know okay um I just think it you know it, because it's a little different concept, you know it'd be interesting to see if there's a difference or not so um that would be cool um, and we
1: have we, we have Ian done. that wants to chat with we have Ian that wants to chat with us hi Ian Good morning
4: ladies how are you doing? Wonderful, Great. thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, so yeah, so when you go across d a you go cross or diagonally, right? Ever? I think it helps the horse to stay calmer. Has my been my experience? When you put them both on the back leg, sometimes, especially on the hawk, some get pretty sensitive, and they sometimes feel like they've got to kind of kick it off. But you put one in front, one in the back, it kind of balances them out a little bit more. I've seen. So, and I've had other owners want to get all four cuffs, and it would be great. I don't know if we can talk to. Lincolnstein or corporate or whatever, where if someone buys a horse that we can upsell them to buy a second pair of cuffs for a little bit um, cheaper, less expensive, like an add-on. What do you hmm. think of that? Yeah,
2: that's a good idea, but
4: um, but tracking it, <laughs> it you know, it's an
2: IT, it's an IT issue, I suspect. It would have to be at the time of purchase. I oh, can't 100% would be at the time of
4: purchase, Cindy. It would be, yeah. I want to buy a horse set, but I also want to buy two more cuffs. It would have to be yeah. if they would get a discount if they buy the second pair of cuffs at the time of the purchase <laughs> of the blanket or the horse set.
2: Okay, let's be really clear to the audience. This is not something that corporate is thinking about.
4: This is something <laughs>
2: that we, we're thinking about suggesting, so don't, don't think yeah. that that's, that's
4: think It's a roundtable yeah. discussion. It's a round table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just putting it up to see what you guys think of that. That's all.
2: You're, yeah, you're just the, the agitator, Ian. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, it was just a thought. Okay? It was no, just I a thought. No, I think
2: it's a good idea. I like it. So am <laughs> not you poking know, the bear. You go out there and run with it.
4: <laughs> you yeah. know, I just figured that would help to increase the sales of the horse. You know, money that comes in for the horse, so we can sit and a we room at thirty percent. They want forty. Well, let's add a, a, like an add-on, like a supersized prize thing. They do at McDonald's or something. I don't know. You know, <laughs> get the second set of four cups.
2: No, I think that I, I think that would that some people would really go for that. I think it's yeah. absolutely good. And and thank you for bringing up the point about the the calmer because you're right, particularly with the rear legs when horses are less familiar with having something going on back there. And you can, and that's why I always like to say, when you're trying something new, just put it on one leg at a time. Because if it's on both legs, then the horse has, they can't, and they're unhappy about it, all they can do is kick. Um And yet, if it's only on one leg, then they can kind of, you know, they can switch over to, you know, they can shift their weight, and it's not like they're kind of, trapped in that situation.
4: Yeah. It's just like pretty um, so sensitive especially it. around the hocks, I feel. Yeah. And if you could do something where you have something in front and they got something back there, it just is I mean, you always have got to start with a blanket, let's be honest, to get them in that parasympathetic response, you got to calm them down, but sometimes they get kind of quick, you know, so, some horses are a little more sensitive around the hocks, a little more sensitive around the oh. back legs, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm one of the ones who had, you know, who had the first time out and doors kicked the the uh cuff off and uh, broke the battery. And that's why I remind people if that happens that's not a warranty claim because it was you know, it's operator error, if you will.
4: So well, Cindy, do you want me to stir up the pot right now? I could talk about the track.
2: <laughs> uh, sure you can talk about the track. We haven't talked about that in a long
4: time, Ian. All right, so but some of you guys we, might not we, know this.
1: Ian, Ian, Ian. Before we go on to something else, I just want to talk about that diagonal again because what you guys were talking about about the you know calming them down, but I also think you said balance, and I think we should talk a little bit about, about a little bit more about that too because we know with the you know horse, depending on which gate, they are kind of a diagonal mover. So if we talk about balance a little bit, that's a, that's a good way to kind of um, help with that too. So. And a lot of times it's when we true. see injuries, we'll see them on diagonals. So, yeah, just another
4: little part right, to add to that. that. Yeah, thank absolutely, you. Absolutely, absolutely. The tricks of the trade. All I can right. tell you, the field out there, that that academy, a lot of those nine IBDs that worked on that academy, we kind of open up our books like The Godfather. They kind of let you in a <laughs> lot of our secrets on how we build our teams and how we do shows and how we supply them and what we kind of do. So it's, it's, it's honestly, it was us helping the whole field to be stronger so we're better out there in the field and we're having better businesses. So I applaud you all for that work on the academy and trusting because when I first started, there wasn't a whole lot of other cross-working with other teams and sharing information with other teams or other people. This was my business, my business alone, and, and I'm competing, competing against you. Here, this was sharing to the whole field. So I thought that was a big difference.
2: Well, and that's certainly that was part of your uh, leadership in promoting it in the first place is to say, you know, um, together we can all do better um, than, you know, trying to under sabotage or work against other, you know, so-called competitors that are also distributors. That's just that that doesn't build a strong um, market presence and ultimately it doesn't make it very sustainable so i thank you for setting that
4: oh okay, good good so let's stir the pot here a little bit with the track it's actually not stirring <laughs> the pot i'm trying to help everybody else out there's some information that i know that could help out everybody and so instead of me just keeping it by myself i thought i'd share it with everybody this has been an ongoing issue having the beamer plus other let's just call them PMF devices out there at the track and one tracks and then they spread to another one, another one where they might not learn everything. They might consider the Beamer and they put them in the same category as high frequency devices. I mean, we can name what they are, but you know, they say those are a little bit too high. They don't want them there because they need to have a consultant or veterinarian to run them and all that stuff. So the, they were being misunderstood. So they're being whitewashed as beamers like them. So we've been going through this process of educating certain tracks and certain things are going on. And it was getting to a point where starting July 1st, which a lot of things seemed to be happening July 1st, that they weren't going to allow PMF devices and other things. And, and, and any type of medications or anything like that, I think it was 24 or 48 hours, but they weren't allowed to have them in their, I'm going to call them their stables. If you guys work in the track, you know what I'm talking about. So if I was a trainer, I would not have a PMF device. I would not be able to have a beamer there. So if you work at the track like I do, this was extremely concerning because I have about 30 to 40 different trainers and owners that I work with, and they wouldn't be allowed to use their devices. And a lot of them that do use them are looking for alternative ways to help their horses be healthier naturally compared to other methods that are out there at the track. So if you talk to anyone at the track, If you work with anyone at the track, do not talk necessarily how the Beamer is going to help them with their endurance. Do not talk to them how it's going to help them with their um, energy. Do not talk to them how it's going to help them with their recovery. My recommendation, and this is what I've talked to Dr. Berga about, and I've talked to Dr. Wong, and we've talked to people in the fields of the tracks, with the veterinarians and all this stuff, we're focusing on how it's preventative. Talk about Beamer, how it could help out where they raise track thoroughbreds preventive injuries, preventative on on stress. So they're going to be calmer, more relaxed. They're going to be having less um, preventative for injuries. That is the direction we should be going. Okay, and there's a little bit of uh, information that came out from the Association of EMF professionals regarding the recent statements reached out about the recent Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act. So Right now, it looks like we're going to be fine in the terms of training activity. It's only recording workouts to be included in this regulation. So I think we're going to be okay. There was a concern because I think, Cindy, you guys know that once it happens in one field, like let's say track, when I worked at the Quarters Congress, there's people in the Western world. Well, it's not being allowed in there, so it's not going to happen in the Quarters Congress in the Western world or whatever, And then it goes from one field to the other, to the other, to the other. So that is concerning. So behind the scenes, you guys don't know this. Maybe some of you guys do. But we've been working diligently to keep ourselves good in working. And so we're uh, allowed in all fields of the equine world. And so that's my tidbit to the field. Durance, don't talk about um, energy, don't talk about necessary recovery, because they're going to consider it enhancement or whatever of this. Talk about how it's going to be preventative.
2: Yeah, that 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 whole—I think I—I I just shared it recently again um, on my Facebook page about that health. The Safety Act is, uh, and I don't have a sense for how much that's going to be adapted, but that is so pervasive and uh, prohibitive. Um, it's something that horse people need to pay attention to.
4: They can't use any medication, which is fine, but they can't even use vitamins. They can't even use supplements. They can't even do yeah. anything with a horse. And some practice yeah, in 48 the hours, time. some 24 hours. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Rainy, I don't know if you've seen that. Tiff, if you've seen that, but if not, you know, look at my Facebook page because I think I put it out there yesterday just from what, you know, a synopsis of it, and you read that and you go, oh, my God, what is this? So um, it's something we all need to be need to be um, aware of and proactive about because otherwise we'll wake up and find out that um, there's you know um, it, it, that's not something I'm ever going to volunteer to be part of put it that way. <laughs> oh so th- yeah, thanks for bringing that up.
4: Stirring um, the bo- pot, but yes, but I let's see what we could do. And see if we can get those characters that are in charge. Since they like to do these little bonuses, maybe at the purchase they could do another set of cuts for, I don't know, percentage off or something. Just see if that might make yeah. a difference. It's just a thought. Yes. that's okay.
2: a that's a cool idea. Yeah, I'll support that. Yeah,
4: cool. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> we'll sign thank up. Thank you. It. All right, you all take care.
1: All right, thank you thanks too. again. Thank you. And we do have a couple people that want to chat with us. So I was going to – oh, we lost Janet. I thought Janet was on. Um, we must have lost her. So we do have area code uh, 530. Area code 530, you're live on Blog Talk.
5: Hi, this is Kate calling. Um, I Hi. have a question. Good morning, and thanks so much. You girls do a great job. <clears throat> um, Thank you. You know, I remember when they, Dr. – uh, Klopp talked about the horse um, from the film at the um, Beamer 2020, and one of the things he said was that they were amazed at how much more limp there is in a horse compared to a human being. And then maybe not amazed, but nevertheless, there is, and that the the then using the a Beamer with a horse is has a different component because of this amount of lymph. And I'm not very familiar with the lymphatic system of a horse, but with a human being, the lymph flows from the seat up to the heart, right? It's a one-flow, one-directional flow. One directional flow. Um, and that would, thinking of the cuffs, I would think then that that would be beneficial for lymphatic flow if that's the same issue in a horse as in a human. Um but I've never heard anybody talk about the lymphatic system of a horse, um, and I know how intimately the lymphatic system of the human is uh, with the circulatory system, capillary system, and venous system. So could you talk a little bit about that maybe if you can so
1: um yeah, you know, actually I think that's a, this is a great thing to maybe when we have Dr. Vonk on next time because she is a veterinarian. I think it'd be the most appropriate to have her speak about it. Um and so that is a good thing to have her um I'm making a note right now um to to have Dr. Vonk address that because I think I think that would just be the the most I mean, I know little bits about it, but I I don't know enough to probably be the best person to speak about it. Um, so, yeah. uh, but you know, I'm making a note here. Do
5: you know when she's to um, be that, on that?
1: Um, well, we have her once a month um, for usage. And so I'm sure, uh, and we have her on the, for the second um, Thursday of every month for usage. And I'm sure we can oh. spend a little bit of time um, on the next time talking about that. So, yeah. Great.
5: Okay, yeah, thanks so, so much.
2: Sec- second Thursday in July would be the
5: 14th. Okay, great. Thank you.
2: Yeah, no, thanks
1: for yeah, bringing thank that up. That it will be a, that would be a good conversation to talk about and you know something we can just talk about in general as far as that is. Yeah, I mean Doc, Dr. Klopp did notice a whole lot of differences which is why the why it's it, it the horse unit looks so different, why it is configured so different is when they started looking um, intravascularly at a horse and their response to Beamer why they, they designed it so differently is because, you know, a horse being a prey animal, their response system is different so that that is why that's exactly why it was specifically designed for horses in a different way. So thanks for bringing that up and I will definitely add that to our list of things to have Dr. Bonk talk about.
5: Thanks so much. Thank you. Happy Fourth right. of July.
1: Uh, oh, oh, thank you. You too. <laughs> All right. Our next caller is area code 480. Area code 480, you're live on Blood Talk. Hi, this is Lori McGuire. How are you guys? Hi, Lori. Good. Um, I'm a newer distributor, so I'm trying to absorb as much information as I can. <laughs> and um, I'm going to go back to using the cuffs and using four on all, so you can put it on all legs. And I'm concerned if anybody has a thought that that could be just overwhelming for the
5: horse.
2: Well, I think that's what Rainey was alluding to a <sighs> little ago. I think it, it, it definitely would be to introduce it. I can tell you that.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah.
2: But know, my horse is used stuff. to it, but I would still be concerned on putting it four cuffs
1: on like one on every leg. I just it could be a lot. I mean, T- Tiff, you might be able to add to this because I know Tiff, you were talking about, you have clients that do that regularly. Um so so maybe you can talk a little bit more about that. Cuz I don't do I don't do four legs a lot. Yeah, Tiff so a lot of my clients. Oh, no either go Been
3: no, it's been they use the blanket first, to introduce it and, and know that the beamer signal is very it's very effective but it's also subtle. I, I, I use the word subtle because gentle on the horse.
2: Understood. That um, makes sense.
3: And so when you when you think of a product you might think, Oh, that's just too overwhelming but in my experience in my clients' experience, they do the blanket and they introduce the booth. And ninety percent of the time, the horses absolutely love it. And okay. And the and the other ten percent is the uh, maybe a horse is a little bit more sensitive, like Ian was speaking about, or right. you know, Cindy has said, I have a horse, my own personal horse, that's more sensitive in the back legs in general. Like she just doesn't like back boots. She doesn't like them. And so when right. I introduce the beamer, I put the back boots on, and I'm just. I, you know, I put them on five and I'm just gentle about it. And so, but she's just mm-hmm. more sensitive and that's just her. That has nothing to do with the camera. Yeah. She just doesn't back at all. You can touch her back have I have, leg, I have a just,
1: couple of those it's too.
3: <laughs> so it, it just depends on the horse. But in my yeah. experience, in my client's experiences, it, it's not overwhelming. You might think so because of the mindset of other products,
1: but, but right. no. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love the idea of the diagonal use. When they mentioned that um, on Monday's call, I was—it was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. Uh, do the diagonal because that's how the horse moves, honestly, and uses their body. And so, yeah, I like that idea too.
2: So thank you. Yeah. Thank and you, I really you very
1: much,
2: Lori. And... Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh no, I was just going to thank Lori and and welcome to welcome to Beamer. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're learning as much as you can. That's the distributors that we, that we love having. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead, Cindy.
2: Yeah, I was just reiterating that to say if the horse has got something going on with one leg, they can stand on the other one. You know, right. I mean it's not like um a, you know, but when you take away both legs at the same time, sometimes that's when it's a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. um, again, you've got to pay attention to the individual horse and uh, not just presume that, you know, that you can do anything without uh, a, a kind of a gentle introduction, if you will. Right. So anyway, that's we're we're, we're almost out of time, <laughs> huh? We are. Thanks for your insight, uh, thank ladies. Thank you,
1: Laurie, and thank you, and continue to um, call back in with your questions. Like I said, likely if you've got a question, um, somebody else does too, and so we're all, we all learn by, by talking about it more. So appreciate you listening. Perfect. All right. Okay, ladies, yeah, we are just about out of time. Um, any any final words for today?
2: Um, I guess it just, you know, save the date uh, of... July 18th and keep a watch for the post for the next Academy that we're going to do. And, um, you know, uh, if you're not a familiar horse person, you know, look at some of what was done for the um, refresher course for, um, you know, that was done kind of like pre-academy. That should now be available in the e-learning session. So you can go through and just uh, look at those modules in advance and um, also you'll wanna catch the, it's not published yet, but it will be soon, the the last uh, Beamer Equine Educational Experience where we had Amberly Snyder and um, Boyd Martin and Shelby, I forget her last name, who was really good. Um that recording should be coming out pretty soon. That'll be in your ABO library under Science and Medical.
1: Great. Thanks, Cindy. And Tiff,
2: any final words?
1: Just I'm glad I got to be on today and thanks for having me and have a great fourth of July. Yes. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. We, we always love having you. And, and speaking of 4th of July, um, uh, if those of you who have Beamer with horses and fireworks, um, we've talked about Beamer a lot, kind of helping them, you know, calm down, reduce that stress, uh, you know, deal with stressful situations like shows and things like that. Well, fireworks can be that as well. So, so using Beamer to kind of help them, keep them out of that fighter, that flight mode, um, is, is going to be helpful this weekend. So remember that for your horses. And for yourselves, if it's a stressful family weekend for you, too. Um, All right, everyone. I hope you have um, such a great week. Uh, Thank you all for for listening and calling in and and all of you who listen to the the recordings of this, too. We appreciate you. Um, And be sure to tune into all the rest of the um, Blog Talk days. We do great things on all the other shows. But we're going to meet you here back next Thursday talking about horses. All right, everyone. Have such a great week and a happy Fourth of July. Bye, Tiff. Bye, Cindy. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye, Rainey.
2: Bye-bye, Tiff. Thank you. Bye. Today's show
0: was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. we will begin really soon. Until then, here's to your health.